So, <laughs> I will accept your apology in any number of ways. Uh, you know, you can cook on the grill, uh, <laughs> take us camping. Uh. after having watched it having watched it <laughs> so <laughs> i take great pleasure in uh this episode after having watched the film chris and i have not discussed it yet but nope. uh after stupid i'm talking uh, <laughs> i'm 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 relishing this moment norm. i'm relishing this moment where i'm going to beg you for an apology <laughs> Should be forgiveness. But... <laughs> no, I was right. <laughs> I was right somewhere in there, but we'll we'll get into that. And uh, this is the episode after us having watched the the Departed, uh, and now we're going to discuss it and uh, get into the meat of it. So hope you enjoy. Ooh, that's a fancy mic. No, it's not. Don't start. Yeah. <laughs> Now I gotta get me one. <laughs> well, it's got this fancy little, you know. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a cool kid too. You guys send me the link where you got it from. Well, you know, the other thing I noticed is people are always fidgeting with it, so it give me something to play with. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Hi, too bad. Hi, too bad. How we doing tonight? Oh, good, good. It's uh. It's been a long day. I haven't really been wanting to be at work. Uh, it, it's such a such a um, lame thing to um, drone on about it, considering the state of the world and everything. But we're still really bummed that we didn't get to house. Yeah. No. Hey, I get it. Totally. Uh, so when I dropped my camper. <laughs> oh my God! You got to tell me about that. How the hell did it come unhitched? Don't know. Well, here's the stupid. Wow. Okay, I got a theory, but the stupid thing is, if you forget a step or something, they have what you call a pull test, which I do every time. Yep. Basically, you hook the camper up, and you lift the jacks up an inch or two off the ground, okay. and then you move, so that if something didn't hitch right or it wasn't quite latched, it'll pop out and just fall to the jacks, which are only an inch or two off the ground. Uh, no big deal, no truck damage. Yep. did the pull test. Pulled just fine. Going down the road is about 15, 20 minutes down through Johnson. And all of a sudden, it's this horrendous bam. So I immediately hit my brakes, look up. My camper is like 30 feet back. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're uh, lucky somebody didn't run into it. Oh, I know. Wow. Luckily, the breakaway worked. And luckily, I was only going like 20, 25 because it was in Johnson. Sure. Oh, Otherwise, sure. Otherwise, those jacks, those, or something. Yeah. those jacks would have hit and just crumpled, and it probably would have totaled the fucking thing. Really? That's oh my, my guess, yeah. So now I'm really nervous about towing it. It's like... <laughs> so, but you don't know what... what well, there's a the bar, like, there's a locking bar. Lock it or something? There's a locking bar and a pin you put through it. Now, I was a little frazzled, obviously, when I was looking in the back of the truck and trying of to course. figure out what happened. Right. But I think the locking bar had the pin in it, and it was free moving. So somehow I missed the pin going through the hitch lock itself uh, and just put it through the bar. So the bar hit a bump or something, and it popped out because the pin and everything. Wow. So, yeah, I, it's a stupid mistake, but 
No, that's scary shit though. It was. It was very scary because um, I'm. I you know I told Trisha I'm like if we've been going on the interstate and we've been doing seventy miles an hour, lots of bad things would have happened to the campers. Yeah, especially if anybody it. was behind it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So, anyway, life sucks and we go on. <laughs> Yeah, well, like you said, thank God there's insurance and no one was hurt. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing. And once I kind of got that wrapped around, it's like, you know what? And there's very little to no damage to the camper. So it's like, I'm just worried about getting the truck fixed. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm assuming but, insurance covers that somehow. Oh, yeah. we. Well, I put my claim yeah. in. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't heard back from them. But now, like Hannah, our hunter, had to do it. It's all through like that. It's an app, and you take pictures and film, and then they send you a check, and you go get it fixed. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's all you can do. Yep, but hey, you know, uh, vacation Friday, so excited yeah. about that. Exactly. Uh, you guys have been waiting a long time. Yep. Yep. And you so know, your truck is still capable of making that yeah. trip. Yeah. So luckily, I have my little pocket knife on me. I just cut the backup camera um, wires. Because uh, it was hanging by that. I mean, the, sure. the thing's crumpled. I'll have to send you pics of it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, not a great memory, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cats love to see that, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, no, truck's still totally drivable. I just okay. ordered one of those uh, cargo nets. Yeah. Fill in uh, as a tailgate. Uh, sure. Because all of our luggage is going to be back there. Yeah. Um, obviously, won't be as much this time. There's only sure. six of us going, but, you know. Yeah. Um, well, Jeff's still going, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've already warned him. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you know, one one suitcase for each year. Like, Trisha's putting in one big duffel bag and a backpack, and I think that's all Tanya's bringing, so. What's the temperature supposed to be down there? Uh, looking at it, mid-70s to 80. Nice. Yeah, yeah we're, supposed to hit, we're supposed to hit uh, 80 here on Saturday again. It's yeah, crazy. like mid yeah, I think it's a warm front coming through because ours is like midweek. We hit like 80 on Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Hmm. What? Um, when do you leave again? We leave Friday. Well, Saturday Friday. morning at like yeah. 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, right. Yeah, because um, we can't check in till 4 now because of right. their extensive cleaning processes and yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. But we're all set up. I hooked up with them. I was able to upload Trisha's ID, so we got a drive-through thing we we're gonna do. Yep. When we get down there, we drive through the parking lot. You know, give them the name. They pull up the ID. Look. Yep. Good. Here you go. Here's the packet. Off we go. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are getting rooked on uh, two, two cruises. Yeah. 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 Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and maybe three. So. Yeah. Don't even, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't even. If it, You're in if that it, one. <laughs> yeah, if it happens, man, I, I'm, I'm turning around and putting it right on the Hawaiian cruise. <laughs> that's what Trisha said, too. I think that's yeah. what we're going to do. It just makes the most sense. Because it's know. spent money. It's like, yeah, yeah. we'll just put it Yeah, that. we've already been saving for it and putting away, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. the door that's nice <laughs> Vader peeking it was bugging me that it was like <laughs> up over the wall so yeah i'm talking to you like you could hear me you didn't have the earbuds in i said yeah hide the door <laughs> Vader, <laughs> <peeking>. <laughs> but uh yeah so i uh picked this up on amazon and 
Um, Send me the link for it. So I, cause you sound pretty good. So I, cause I'm tired of holding the mic and I. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. And I hated, I hated the ear set, like the big, you know, I don't mind that so much, but I want to make sure what Wi-Fi I'm on here because it keeps chopping a little bit. Now I'm curious here. Tell me if you notice a difference. Okay. How's that? Is that the same? Different? Uh, do it in reverse. Say Uh, something before you move it away, though. (laughs) (laughs) On. Mm Mm-hmm. Off. Nah. Okay. I don't really hear any difference, but my ears aren't, you know, exactly too. Wow. And it's, that's fine, I'm sure. But I just, this, I didn't want the big shield thing in front of it. It's for spittle and stuff, you know. Right, right. I think it's also, yeah, it'll help with, um, yeah. Like, you know, you can hear me breathe into it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, The other thing is, so, like, you'll hear, like, that spittle and stuff, apparently, from what I've read. Yeah. It causes little static, little bumps, whatever, in the audio. Yeah, no, but you sound clear and you're not having to be right on the mic like I tend to be. So I don't know how clearly, like this, I almost sound like I'm, I feel like I'm too far away from the mic, but does it sound okay? No, that sounds fine. Oh, okay. So maybe I don't have to be DJ voice. Um, So (laughs) I will accept your apology in any number of ways. Now you can cook on the grill, uh, <laughs> take us camping. Uh. <laughs> well, I I will admit, okay. So, again, now did you just rewatch it again? I did, and okay. I watched it with Kath, and it was you know like a day or two before you said you were going right. to watch. Okay, whatever. So so I haven't seen it. This was the first time I watched right. it. Like we spoke about, it, and gosh, since it came out, roughly. Right. Um, so they did not go off once they were in the meeting. There's a very, like there's, there's a very slight, uh, obvious when I watched it the second time, uh, time lapse, because they get there, then it goes to the scene with Jack Nicholson and his girlfriend. He's obviously not there. He's at the house. You know, so there's a passage of time you don't witness, and then it goes to back to them at the the waiting. And well, then they weren't. They were. In the, I think they were in the car on the way there. No, because there's a the, there's a scene where um, he's sitting on his couch, and I can't remember what the girlfriend says. She says something about going to choir practice or something like that. And, uh, I, 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 again, it's, there's so much that goes on in that movie and so many scenes. Uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly the scene is, but what I, what I witnessed is they show you, um, uh, what's his name's character, uh, Matt Damon showing up at the scene, you know, bewildered about what's going on, right. brought up to speed. Then it cuts to Jack Nicholson at home. Uh, you know, he's in his bathrobe, I even think still, and the girlfriend's going to choir practice. And then it cuts back to uh, Matt Damon and everyone getting ready for this sting. And then the cars drive up. So there's, there's a passage of time by that, 
that says it didn't happen as soon as Matt Damon walked in the door that he alerted them. So there wow. was a passage of time. The, the, well, and I don't think it's because I did what I did pick up on too was so Queenie, played by Martin Sheen, yeah, did give him the odd stare, like when yes. the phones go down. So it, yes. it isn't. It so was, it was I, suspicious. It so was I, suspicious a little right. bit, but he he was just like hmm without like really right. But he's like mm. so. Yeah. I think, you know, and, and then so while it wasn't as blatant or obvious as I put it or as I remembered it as being. Right, right. Um, well, that was easy to miss. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and again, a, a lot of years had passed. But again, oh, sure. I think, too, like, and again, rewatching it, like the whole when Queenie's killed. Yeah. Like the whole story of them killing oh, their own mole. Well, that, see, I even learned something, and this is like the third or fourth time I've watched it, because I never picked up, well, the funny backstory. Well, you're a slow learner, so. No, 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 no. Well, the, funny, <laughs> the funny backstory to it is we watch a lot of movies because we usually when we go to bed, we don't want to have the TV too loud, so we actually right. turn on the closed caption. So if we miss something, we probably can read it real quick before it disappears. So a lot of times we're watching movies that way now. We just never shut it off when we're watching oh living no it's actually pretty cool for this particular reason <laughs> because when um the guy that you think works for jack nicholson gets shot at the end in that shootout with uh where they just threw queenie off the top of the building he says something to dicaprio's character uh as he's um dying basically and he says um I can't remember if he says, you know why I knew you were the mole? Mm-hmm. Ask me. But then he says, ask me why I didn't say right. something. Yes. I thought originally he said, uh, I thought he said something else. But now that I know what he actually said, it's stuck in my head. But I thought he said something to the effect of, and, you know, something to cover for him. And, and I mean, obviously that's what it was, but. Right. I interpreted it differently. So now when I watched it, I'm like, oh, he was, because then they come out and say he was the other mole right. in there. And which now makes more sense because by the end of the film, you find out that Matt Damon's not the only mole right. inside the, uh, and his partner all along right. has been the other mole. So right. that was an interesting surprise. So yeah, yeah uh, it's. But, so yeah, I was wrong on the, how obvious I had put it, but again, sure. He was so I and I felt be- a little better about it in that sense. Like I said it was at the beginning, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fantastic. The acting, everything. Yeah. I said I, what I didn't like was the writing on more of like Matt Damon's side of it. How nobody seemed suspicious, but I was wrong because Queenie did get suspicious. Right. And then and again, when I'm watching it this time, like Matt Damon's story with when when a high ranking cop is killed. Mm-hmm. Like his story of, well, they killed their mole because he wasn't used anymore. Or, you know, it's like, it just, I don't know. It just, it just didn't seem to which, jive. Which mole? Queen, wow. So Matt Damon Sullivan, oh, he his says story he, he spun yeah. was that Queenie was the mole. Right. So like, and, and again, one of those guys was the other mole, you know, Matt Damon's counterpart. Yeah. So I get why he w- wouldn't ever 
raise suspicion or question it. But the other guys that were, you know, in the car, because there was three or four of them through that whole process with the stakeout and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, Well, my understanding is Matt Damon sent them after Queenan because he thought um, Queenan was meeting with his. Yes. That's mole. what, yeah. He took Queenan's own advice. Yeah. He goes, you want to find the mole, follow him. He goes, ah, so that's why he put him yeah. on him. Now the cops yeah. he put on him obviously are, are, good cops like they're except right. for the one we find out later but no right. so for them to watch in his whole reaction through it all it just I don't, again i just thought it's like come on is everybody blind here and to the <laughs> fact that the the thing that even points it out more blatantly is that he never actually gets caught by the cops outed oh. now it's it gets taken care of it does and i couldn't remember how and it's by the fact that uh, DiCaprio gives the shrink that envelope and says, if anything ever happens to me, make sure this gets to, or open this. And it must say, get this to Dick, Dickdom. And he had, Dickum or whatever his name was. And, right. Uh, he had all of the tapes that, you know, had the wiretaps right. and all of that. Yeah. And that was proved. So uh, Marky Mark goes and caps him. Right. But, and again, I just, I very, like, it just, there were so many coincidences that no other cops really pick it up. And I get right. that Sullivan is a, is a mole, and the other guy you yeah. find out at the very end is also a mole. So, right. obviously, those two aren't going to be, you know, digging into it at all. But it just, right. I, I and don't I'm wrong, I still love the movie, but I just oh, absolutely. they portray the cops to really kind of be dumb. Like, especially Baldwin's character, which I think is always, <laughs> I think that's on purpose. Yeah, like, I think they it was always right make one so. Yeah. Well, it wasn't dumb. I mean, they just, the story was well written in the fact that you can't really pull it apart because, you know, the secrets or the, the unsuspected things like the extra moles um, were written in there in such a way that there's no way you would know that. Because no. they don't show you them acting suspiciously. The only right. two you're following are Sullivan and uh, DiCaprio's character, which I'm blanking on his name. Um, William Costell. Costigan Jr. Costigan, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, those are the only two of your focus, which makes sense. And then you can go, hey, look, there were two more moles, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's the whole mystery. Very well written. I was trying to figure out who yeah. wrote it and... I just even that my impression is still even after watching it is it's like someone else should have kind of and and you know it's like I I I forget the guy's name but he was also in Transformers I love him but he's the guy towards the end that gets killed the uh, um the one that eats all the donuts in Transformers oh uh, is that Anthony Edwards is that him is that his name. Uh, now you're making me guess. <laughs> but anyway, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like I thought it would have been cool at the end, huh? Anthony, uh, Anthony. we watch um, uh, oh, shit. I'm blanking on his name, but uh, we watch um, to tell the truth, and he's the host. And I think oh, the guy okay. you're talking about. Um, so I was just looking it up. 
to tell. Yeah, he's the heavy set guy. Truth. Yeah, Anthony Anderson. Okay. I think Anderson. I said Edwards. You did. I did. <laughs> totally yeah. different guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm like, ah. Okay. Is that uh, what you were talking about, though? Yeah. Anthony Anderson? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, like, Jack. I, you know, in the sense, like, if they at least made him, because I get where DiCaprio's talking to him while he's got the gun to Sullivan. He's like, you know, I got tape, I got proof, blah, blah, blah. And he, and he's doing his, that may be true, but, and he's going along with it, but it would have been better if they had shown that he had been kind of questioning Sullivan like that. Right. You know? Because he right. was along for the ride for a few of the things that's like, hmm. Well, you know, um, and again, I'm so bad with their names from the actual, uh, um, from the actual, uh, but Marky Mark's character didn't trust anyone. No. And I loved his character. Right. And in the film, he just relentless against DiCaprio, uh, you know, William Costigan Jr. And, you know, but calling him out for exactly what he was and, you know, what they needed him to be and just needed him to understand that we know what you are and we know what you did. We need you to do it again. <laughs> right. We know what you can do. Yeah. We know yeah. what you're capable of. You, yeah. You're probably the only guy we got that could right. really pull this off. And uh, yeah, because, well, I think it was well-crafted because um, Sullivan's character was written in such a way that he was already infiltrated into um you know, Jack Nicholson's... Oh, at a very, very young age. At a very young age. So he's been hiding it for a long time. And it's it's kind of interesting that whatever he might have been doing for him, you know, you could go back and say, well, you would have thought the cops would have been on to him if he was working for him in some fashion way back then as a kid and would know him. But he obviously kept his nose clean. And maybe that was the whole plan was to get him into, um, you know, trooper school and uh, get him in there. But... Uh, they wrote it in such a way that he rose very fast and then made, they immediately made him the one to look for and try to right. capture Jack Nicholson's character. Right. So it ended up being, um, there wasn't going to be any suspicion because he's already put in that place to find himself. <laughs> so right. yeah, it's just, it was really well written. And yeah. you knew he was part of the, you know, the bad guy from the beginning. Right. Well, you do. And that was the thing, though. And they, you know, that's the other thing with the, the Baldwin's character. Like, they know it's his unit that's got a mole. And I forget at what point, but I think it was through the, the misinformation they started feeding through. Yes. But they knew it came from his unit. So why would you pull someone in a, you know, it's just one of those things that I just, there was just, I don't know. I just think they portray the cops to be kind of really, uh, yeah, not just one of them. Cause there's always one, you know, there's yeah. always one Buford T justice. <laughs> <laughs> they always got to have one, but they kind of make the whole department seem like that, you know? Yeah. Except for Queenie and yeah, you know, um, Marky Mark's character, but uh, uh, Dignum. Dignum. Yeah. But, so all in all, my overall impression was the same. Still loved it. Still find the the writing on the 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 whole cops being yeah pretty inadequate. You know, just I don't know. I again love the movie. Still loved yeah. it, but yeah. I just like going really, 
no one else sees this. And I get <laughs> that you're, you're privy to things they're not, but on the scenes yeah, where sure. everybody's on, like eyes on, like the whole scene with Queenie's death. Yeah. When all eyes are on, like there's a bunch of guys seeing it. It's like, mm, nobody, nobody. Yeah, but there was nobody else there other than the crew. Um, Sullivan uh, is never there intermixed with them. He's more just like their inform an informant. So he never really gets his hands dirty other than, uh, you know, if someone were to find out that he had two cell phones. Or well, no, but I'm just saying, no, between the lines. So not... He's the one that put him on Queenie, right? They're like, yeah. really? So yeah. Well, they did question him. They're like, why right. am I following the Sarge? And then, so they follow him into the building, and he says, wait. And then this whole boatload of bad guys come mm -hmm. with guns running. That right there is not to meet an informant, okay? <laughs> yeah. First off, you don't bring a crew of 10 guys to meet an informant. Secondly, you don't come to arm and running into the building. And that's why the cops in the car were like, well, dude, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, there's a whole army just ran. He's like, sit tight. And they're like, what? And they actually finally go against him and run out of, you know, and yeah. pursue after. Yeah. But again, none of them, and I know one of them, you find out later on, spoilers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But again, that's where I think Anthony's character, because he was one that was mixed up all in it, should have went, Luke, he had us follow him. Then, you know, the Sarge turns up dead. And Well, they didn't know that at the time. They're like, something fell off the building. Something right. fell off the building. And they didn't know. They were just told to follow uh, Queenan. And they... I believe we're under the impression that he was going to, you know, that he was the mole. Yes. Well, that's what Sullivan told them. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what Sullivan told them. And they're going on that. And they, he didn't really give them anything else. He's just like, follow him. And then all hell starts breaking loose. So they, I don't think could have put two and two together. Yeah. But they're like, dude, they, like they all just ran in with guns blazing. Right. And, and, and he's, he's like, off the building. tight. Like, even they were questioning yeah. that because he tells them, sit tight. And they're all looking at each other going, what are oh, you Yeah, doing? yeah, yeah, because that, that's the captain, uh, you know, why – or the – yeah, the captain. Whatever he ended up being, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, why why are we not going in to, to help? You know, that, yeah. I give you, is, is definitely suspicious. But if you – because these are all guys, too, that have been there, you know, for the meeting with the no phones and, and, and yeah. that whole – so that's what I'm saying. Not everybody, but there's mm -hmm. two or three key guys that were around for two or three of these coincidences. Mm -hmm. Enough for them to be going, man, something, something not right with him. Something, yeah. Something off. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when they start questioning why he's, you know, sending them after Queen and – following him around and then this won't let him go in and act on right. it. Right. Um, but that's the end of the movie and Yeah, but even if like like I was saying, so then he comes up with this BS story that, you know, they killed their own informant. Yeah. Uh, and they're all you knowing what you knew going up to that point, you mm -hmm. would be going, Really? That's that's what we think happened. <laughs> right, yeah. Really? That's oh. where we're going with. That's what I mean in terms of that. Yeah, because he ends up uh, um, recommending uh, William Costigan for uh, Medal of Merit. Yes. But I can't remember how they 
you know, did they leave it that Queenan's character was the mole? Yeah, they kind of okay. leave it like that. So yeah. they screw his widow over. Well, what Solomon I little, does. What I got a little confused at is, so at the end, William Costigan's calling, or no, it's the other way. Sullivan calls the cell phone that was supposed to be for the mole. Or no, sorry, he's calling. Yes. Wow. I can't remember what happened first. Sullivan called Queenan's number last he out. He had Queenan's phone, right. Yeah. He called the last, the unknown number, thinking that had to be his contact because he knew only um, Queenan and um yeah, and he's like, you're calling from a dead guy's phone. Right. So they start to talk, and I thought that he was doing that to figure out if he was the mole. But then he's all like, come on in. We'll get this set up. No, he we'll knew he's the mole. He no, he didn't. Talking. He didn't. Because when he comes in and um, uh, Sullivan's character, uh, sorry, Sullivan comes in and he's like, okay, uh, let me go get your paperwork. Uh, this machine, this computer's all fluey. I'm going to go. And he goes and does his thing. And then while he's out of the room, uh, Costigan gets up and goes and looks at his desk. He's, you know, kind of standing up, walking around. Oh, no, no. Okay. You mean oh. Costigan didn't know Sullivan was the mole? Yes. No. And, right. and vice versa. No, no. See, that's where you're no, wrong. No. Sullivan well, knew well, that was because of the phone. No, he didn't. He didn't because Costigan uh, is looking around his room. He sees the envelope. He pulls it out and he sticks it back and he gets out of there. And then Sullivan comes back in. Yeah, your paperwork's all in order. You're all set. Because he was just looking him up and saw that it was all legit. He comes in with the paperwork and then he sees he's not there. And then he looks at his desk and he sees the envelope has moved. Then he runs in and starts to delete him, putting two and two together. Well, no, no, no. See, you're misinterpreting it. He knew okay. he was the mole. What he realized was now he knows I'm the mole. See, he thought he was safe. Oh, I got you. Now he realizes that envelope, he's like, shit, he knows I'm the mole. He can finger me. So he goes and deletes the record so that now he can kill him free and clear because he's just a monster. That makes sense. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course he knew. That's why he was telling Commander. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, and that's the reason he wanted to meet with him to right. see if he recognized him. Because now, remember, he yeah. knew the mole sort of saw him with the theater incident. Oh, sure. And that's why yep. he kept questioning Queenie yep. before he was dead. Going, you yep. guy didn't see anything. Maybe he saw yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I knew that part of it. I knew he yeah. was trying to figure out if he got ID'd in some right. Time. Exactly. Yeah. which is why he was bringing him in. Which is funny because I felt that was a little off. I'm like, he should have been able to be like, okay, you know, I'm 5'6". He's probably a little taller than me. So the guy's probably, you know, medium build. Da, da, da. He would have given some details. Right. You know. Yeah, because he, he saw him because yeah. um, he was already in the theater. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he saw Matt Damon Sullivan come into the theater and sit down. Because it's after that Jack recognize him, right? But like you said, you would ball cap down and everything, and right. But again, you're not gonna know the face, right? But you would have a physical rough description, exactly. Um. So, but anyway, there it is. Yeah. But (laughs) no, overall, still loved it. But again, 
while I was uh, misremembering a few of them, the overall consensus or my thoughts were the same when yeah. I finished watching it as I thought they just portrayed most. And again, not everybody's privy, but there were enough yeah. of them that I thought in and out of the unit that would have went. A lot of things not adding up here. Right. No, for sure. And uh, it, it answered some questions for me too because there's yeah, so much to that movie and it's like, there is literally you have to watch it a couple of times and i think that's why i was so dumbfounded i'm like okay what did i just see and what just happened because it all happened so quick and and then you know uh uh costigan jr there gets shot at the end of the movie and i'm like what yep. and then everybody kind of does everybody gets shot except for dignum dignum <laughs> yeah <laughs> i still love his character he's such he's such a prick <laughs> yeah he's an ass yeah no doubt <laughs> you know it's all yeah. about you know your your experiences so, yeah and yeah. and part of it's just his quirks it's yeah how he gets what he wants out of people well, yeah, and it was just well written, you know, not everybody was the same. Everybody had a different personality, a different, you know, even Queenan st sticks up for him. He's like, yes, he's got his own, uh, we all have to live with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's awesome. So, but uh, yeah, so awesome. So that's, that wraps up our, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you call it a review but no, it, it was more of a discussion we're not siskel and eberting it. it it's just yeah. our discussion about a film we really enjoyed and had a bit of a difference in opinion on yes yeah, good well have a good vacation and uh i'm sure i'll talk to you at some point yes definitely and uh you know i'll probably chit chat with you when i'm down there for a bit you know yeah show you the beach yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we can't have <laughs> <laughs> all right man all right. all right well stupid this is stupid signing off all right too bad Bye. <laughs> yeah. so now i'm doing the outro to yep. departed two after the recently viewing hmm. well some of the finer details might have been slightly off but i feel in the end after our discussion i swayed jerry to my side and he agreed <laughs> excuse me <laughs> So overall, back. I will consider it a win, although I was off on some of the finer details, but overall the general assertion remained intact. Insertion. <laughs> what movie were you watching? <laughs> I think I watched the wrong I meant, one. <laughs> I meant to say assertion, I think. <laughs> I believe that was the word I was supposed to use. <laughs> Probably. We'll leave that in there. <laughs>